Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
the question why Why are we here and why do we die Why are our cities all gentrified And why do blacks still gotta struggle to survive It's ludicrous, corruption covens ain't new to this Started off when the plagues had hit And the bodies of the less fortunate Started stoking all the royal furnaces They stealing money out of everybody And all a single mother's purses It's a shame to me to see these boys out in the streets Who's slanging dope so they can eat While Santa waited on And to be the same in it that breathed poverty And gave that same dope to the teens in the streets in the 70s So Chew on that, just chew on that. I'm cooking up some food for thought, so just sit back, relax, and chew on that. Chew it! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, it's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on that, aka Mr. Slap. You know what? We're not going to slap grandmothers no more. You know, we came back. Um, oh man. Okay. So listen, I have something very important. I want to share after the first break. Remind me, please, please do. I got some fan mail. I got an email to radio. got an email from a fan that was, uh, quite interesting and amazing. And I want to read it on air. Um, yes, it actually is. It was from a female who, um, I'm not going to give too much away. She's married, but anyway, listen, you know how we do when we do it. I want to uh, first start off by saying that we missed you guys during the mid-season break. Season two has been outstanding. Season one was cool. But season two is very, 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 very outstanding. And um, I just want to let everyone know that I missed you guys. I'm glad that we back. And we got some amazing things that's going to be taking place um, coming up on Chew Radio Network. Um, So Chew Radio Network is going to be branching out, doing a lot of things from the West Coast to the East Coast on the Tupac Shakur side of the game. We got Death Row, Chew Radio East, and Death Row, Chew Radio West. You know what I'm talking about? Um, (laughs) But anyway, look, books and business. My big brother... Zoe Williams, the man who introduced me into doing this radio stuff. We've been doing podcasting before it was called podcasting. We called it Internet Radio TV. Or Internet TV, which is radio in TV. Zoe Williams, my big bro, the voice of reason, is coming, Is has been working on is about to publish a book called The Shrouded Lighthouse. You guys want to head to theshroudedlighthouse.com to order his book. Um, It will be out before the end of this year. I already have my pre-order in for me and Grantastic. Um, Obviously, I was going to get a book regardless. (laughs) That's my big bro. He was going to send me one regardless. But anyway, In this book, it's, oh my gosh. So his first book in this series was called The Relationship Dismount, How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship. And then the second volume in the book was called The Holographic Relationship. A lot of times we get into relationships and we blame the other person not realizing that the other person is only showing you what you have to conquer within yourself. 
And if that wasn't enough, he said, you know what? Since these niggas ain't getting it, I need to do a third book called The Shrouded Lighthouse. So go to theshroudedlighthouse.com. And inside the book, he has a phrase called a situation shift. And I'm going to let him explain it to you right now. You, you've heard of the term situation shift. I've taken it and, and made it something different. The situation shifts that we find ourselves in have the power to cause us to shift our perspective, either for good or for bad. When we shift for good, we've taken accountability of what we've been through, how we've been hurt, unhealed trauma, that causes us to shift in consciousness. So situation shifts can be very beneficial, right? If you're learning. Most people do not enter a relationship to find out what's wrong with themselves. Most people are looking for relationships to bring ease, and peace, but that is only half of the coin. You're a co-creator of this relationship experience you're currently in, and that's why a situation shift has a silver lining. That was my big bro, Zoe Williams. Situation shift. So please go to theshroudedlighthouse.com and please order the book. Now, I want to also point you to another uh, website ksl.com by Kimberly Giles and she's been on the show a few times everyone knows her as, as the 12 shapes and all of that well she she just posted a blog that um I'm sorry Kimberly Giles she just posted a blog that I think all of you guys will be interested in if you go to ksl.com. Her name is Kimberly Giles. You go to ksl.com or go to 12shapes.com. Pick up this blog. It's titled, How Forgiving Others Can Boost Your Self-Esteem. I'm going to say that again. How Forgiving Others Can Boost Your Self-Esteem. I think that's amazing. Because I think a lot of people need to boost their self-esteem. And if forgiving others is a way to boost your self-esteem, then a lot of y'all need to stop holding grudges. Moving on. I want everyone to also go to unitedblackbooks.org. Unitedblackbooks.org. Look up in the search tab, Financing Your Small Business. If you have a small business that you're trying to finance, get this book. Guess how much the book is? It's a dollar. It's an ebook that costs a dollar. You know that most of the books that I recommend that, that we read as a people comes from unitedblackbooks.org? And you know that the most expensive book that I've purchased from there was only 10 bucks? You know the old cliche that says, if you want to hide something from niggas, put it in a book. Put it in a freaking book. Now, also, your boy, Mr. Chew on that, is an ambassador 
for multiple brands, but one brand that I definitely want to bring up right now is Habits 365. Go to Habits365.com. The promo code to get 15% off is Mr. Randy Chu. M-R-R-E-N-D-Y-C-H-O-O. Mr. Randy Chu. Type that in, you get 15% off. We are also throwing a ambassadors virtual party. You don't have to be an ambassador to join. It's a sip and paint virtually for those that are outside of the state of Maryland. On August 28th, yes, August 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for y'all niggas that want to sip and paint. Now, lastly, I want to upgrade books and business and call it books, business, and current events. So I dub my segment from this day forward, books, business, and current events. One of the current events I want to talk about real quick before we take a quick 2.2 is this. Books, business, and current events. I want to say that the you that the New York Times published an article, and the article was about the Delta variant of COVID nineteen, and I'm going to read what it said. The Delta variant is as contagious as chickenpox, and may be spread by vaccinated people as well as the unvaccinated. An internal whistleblower from the CDC has reported this. Let me say this for those who have been fighting so hard for everyone to get vaccinated. I have, this has been, 2019 to 2021 has been the most sheep rising years in my existence we got red versus blue democrats versus republic clans freaking trump supporters versus black lives matter and antifa freaking men versus women vaccinated versus unvaccinated and everyone is looking like some damn fools At the end of the day, you have to research and think for you. Do you know that the same way that they are getting black folks to get vaccinated is the same exact way they did for the Tuskegee experiment? The exact same tools. Like those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. Do you know what's in the vaccination? Then I saw a post on on, on Facebook. Yeah, this is my segment. (laughs) I saw a post on Facebook that said, niggas been eating McChickens and didn't know what was in that their whole life, and now they want to know what's inside the vaccination. First of all, let me say this. Niggas was little kids when we was eating McChickens. I'm not a little kid no more, and I haven't ate McDonald's in Lord knows how long. First of all, let me say this. Every food in America is poisoned. Even y'all vegans are eating poison. So don't don't get me started because everything in America is genetically modified, including the organic stuff. Don't get me started on that. 
because I got so much evidence that I blow all, all y'all out the water. But anyway, so the same. Anyway, let me just let me just go ahead. In fact, niggas is talking about acting like Chick-fil-A is healthy. Chick-fil-A has more chemicals in its chicken sandwich than Popeye's does. But anyway, let me just go ahead and move forward. Um, first of all, let me tell the truth. This is not a vaccination. This is classified by the CDC as an experimental drug. And you are forced to take this under the State of Emergency Authorization Act, which means that if someone declares that it's in a state of emergency, they have the authority to force it on the population. The same essential workers, and I'm going to have an essential worker come on the show in August, by the way, that fought at the beginning of this pandemic has now been given the ultimatum to get vaccinated or get fired. How in the left side of Satan's ball sack is this acceptable? That people who've risked their lives to take care of sick people that were that contained a biochemical weapon from the world governments that we call COVID risk their lives. I'm talking about women who have families, have children, women that have risked their lives to take care of everyone during a pandemic because majority of the workers were women because the doctors really don't do squat. They just repeat what the nurse already said. But anyway, the women who took care of everyone are now given an ultimatum? What? Huh? How? This, but it's, but it's the regular men's fault that the world is, no, 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 no. It's the elite men that are destroying the value of our women. How, that is a slap in the face to every strong woman that has worked during the pandemic. That they have to give an ultimatum of getting vaccinated or lose their job. So if all the women was just to leave the medical field, what do you have then? You want to pull the military out on people? If the military knock on my door, I promise you, I, I lick, I got grenades and everything, and all my stuff is legal. You can try me if you want to. I got an RPG. <laughs> you can try me if you want to. Legally owned by Wolfshield LLC, baby. You can try it if you want to. I got an RPG. Y'all can pull up in there. Whatever you want. I'm, it's going to be Grand Theft Auto 5 off that joint, I promise you. Um, So, anyway, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just upset at the fact that the elites literally can throw anything out there to divide people. And in the age of information, we're so stupid to keep falling for it. It's too much information and research. How many more whistleblowers have to give their life for y'all niggas to reject the information? Anyway, we're going to take a quick 2.2. When we come back, we're going to dive into another topic for tonight's show, which is called... 
chew or choke. We'll be right back after this quick 2.2.
gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages it is your boy mr grantastic aka the professor aka smooth criminal aka after season two mid-season break y'all so you already know what the segment is it is now time for chew or choke we give you topics and let us know how you really feel so if you're new to the chew and choke uh this is how it goes y'all so we bring you topics we bring you different statements different things and we want to know how you are feeling about it all right so if you are feeling it you agree with whatever you bring you're gonna put that chew you're gonna dial that into the chat all right if you're not feeling it and you disagree you're gonna hit that choke all right so you can either like it or love it or you can choke on these Topics. Y'all thought we were gonna get vulgar on y'all. <laughs> Just wait for these topics. All right. Let's see where we're going. Let, let's 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 start it off easy. So at Farrah Gray had this statement to say on the grams of Insta, by the way. And this is this is kind of like a black community kind of thing, but just let me know how y'all feel. Y'all dig it out there. So we are considered cousins. If our parents have been friends for over 15 years by black law. So, do y'all agree yeah. with that? You, you think if black folks, if our parents have been friends for over 15 years by black law, we are cousins. Let us know how you feel in the That's chat. A, yeah. The chew if you agree with that. Choke if you don't agree with that. Mm, so, we got some little, got some little disparity going down the board. Okay, okay. Miss I, what do you think? I didn't know it was the number either. Mm-hmm. Mr. Randy Chu, how you feel? Nah. What are you saying? What Just you saying because now? our parents like each other don't mean I got to like you, nigga. <laughs> I don't like you, nigga. <laughs> Bottom line. my Our parents may have had an arrangement. But I don't like you, and I'm not claiming you as my cousin. Mm. Because you got, we got to remember, at the end of the day, relatives is God-given. Family is who you choose. And if I don't choose you, you're not my family. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. 
I, I feel where you're coming from. I think for the, the majority of black law, I think people kind of go with that. Now, you don't have to like them. That's another thing. I think that's a little different. I think you should be like, yeah, that's my cousin. Like, And I went to school over like county boundaries. So there was a lot of people that had to be my cousins because I had to like lie about where I was living. So I'm okay with that because I just, you know, couldn't tell on my mom. You know, I was going to school a different county and living. So they were my cousins. All right. Let's go to the next thing. Okay, here we go. Dr. George Fraser has this statement, y'all. Let me know how y'all feel about this. This is going to be quite interesting. And excuse the uh, um, the language. You can't be black and proud and a nigga at the same time. I'll say that one more time. You cannot. So this is their statement, not mine. You can't be black and proud and a nigga at the same time. If you agree with that statement, hit it with a chew. If you disagree with a choke, again, I say unto thee, you cannot be black and Did proud. Did you just say, I say unto thee? Yes, again, I say unto thee. That's hilarious. The statement, you cannot be black and proud and be a nigga at the same. And niggas with a Z, A-Z at the end. I just wanted to make sure that was clear at the same time. How y'all feel about this panel? How y'all feel? This I was popping. Talk to mm-hmm. him, girl. Like, mm. I am allergic to a certain level of something. <laughs> um, you know, everything doesn't have to be authentic. Yeah. You know, I think we have like, like I play, Mr. Randy Chu. I personally, I agree to a certain extent with IA, and. I want I to repeat what she said for those niggas who um, are sitting in the back. <laughs> so repeat what you said, and then I'm going to elaborate on it again. Everything? Yeah. No, not everything. Just just a little bit. I just, I, I said, like, we, we have range. We're allowed to have range. Me, personally, I am I am allergic to a certain level of, of, of niggerdom. So, you know, there's a, there's a threshold for me, personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, that being said, um, I think I think there is a fine line of righteous and ratchet. Yeah, okay. and, and it's not limited to just us. That ooh. So I will call ratchet. I I, I personally don't like the word. I don't like to use the word ghetto. I'll call Becky get uh, ratchet because if it applies, it applies. You People know? forget that every group has their quote unquote niggas. I, I see Every it a, I see race, it a whole ethnicity, lot, and I've been around all of them all my life. Economical so I've seen status, it. everybody. So has. let me so let me piggyback off of IA real quick if I can. Can I? You may. Okay. So all right, we good. We good. So, um, I had to repeat it. I'm not gonna cap because I had to fix her volume on her microphone. Um, but I had, I, I, and I also want to repeat it for the niggas in the back because I want to say this for those who don't understand the etymology of the word nigga. I agree with the statement, mm-hmm. but those of us who have actually took time to study understand that the word nigger came from niger. Niger came from nego or negu. Negu came from negus, mm-hmm. which means all springs of the most high. So that's why it's easy for us subconsciously to say, yo, what's up, my nigger? Mm-hmm. Because we understand that that word nigger comes from the word negus which means child of god mm-hmm. 
So when I say, what's up, my nigga, I'm calling you a child of God. Mm-hmm. But the white man put it and called it nigger mm-hmm. and told us that their definition came first. Damn Spaniards. But they did not. Um, anyway, okay. so I agree and I disagree. I think that you do have to have a little hood in you, yeah. but you do have to have some righteousness in you. I do. I think because I knock a nigga out and pray for him at the same time. Exactly. So I agree with the ratchet in the hood. I, I agree with that as well. I think. I, also, I think it's just. I think I'm, I'm kind of a little done with people feeling as if they have to just be in one group. You know, like just Ooh, because I good. I ride a bike, I don't have to be a cyclist. I, I'm just a nigga that ride my bike. Like y'all got to wear the jerseys and join the clubs. That's not for me. That's okay. So it's okay. I can be a little black and proud. And I can have a little ratchet too. You know, it is what it is. Right. Ratchet, bougie, savage. I, I most I definitely a song. good combo of that. So, but look, that's the thing. Wait, it's you said you're a good combo. A bougie and a little bit of ratchet. And a little bit of ratchet. That's a tinge. Hot. A little smidget. Is that is that term different different from bougie ghetto? Is it like bougie ratchet? Bougetto. Like I've heard bougie ghetto. Bougetto. Bougetto was a term. Um. I think ratchet is not necessarily where you're from. You know, I feel like Bougetto might be the person that's from the hood okay, that is okay, bougie. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. Bouge, bouge ratchet is, you know, it can be anybody. Yeah. It can be anybody. I, I personally, I'm, I'm not ashamed of this. I was, I was a suburban kid, so, you know. But I got a little smidge of ratchet. I'm saying suburban kids want to be ratchet, too. That's right. That's what I'm saying. It's not limited. I know a lot of kids. In the, I know some kids in the project that were straight punks. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. And I know some suburb niggas that'll throw down. That's that that's that bottom line. Who's oh, ratchet yeah. gives you that allotment to, yes. to to have that range. It don't matter yeah. where you're from. That's right. Can we get that on the shirt? Like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Who's ratchet? I know that's right. Oh, hot dog. All right, let's go to our third one here okay. at Barky Boobs. Yeah, I know these names though for real for real. I don't know. I don't know how, how some people call this. But it's okay. So here's his statement. And for I'll read a statement that I get the context after. All right. Okay. So if I ask someone to be my life partner, basically proposing, mm-hmm. um, after a reasonable time and they say no, there's literally no reason for me to continue this relationship. That wasn't a response of someone ask saying that. Uh, someone proposed to them and they declined, but they still wanted to continue the relationship. That was his response to this. So one more time, if I ask somebody to be in my life, my life to be my life partner after a reasonable time and they say, no, there's literally no reason for me to continue this relationship. Chew if you agree with that. Chew if you disagree and you can continue the relationship after a no for proposing. And this is not just the idea of proposing. This is actual joke, not you. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Anyway, this is the actual act of proposing. Like down on one knee, propose. The person declines, but wants to continue the relationship. So homeboy is saying, "Nah, it's dead." So chew, it's dead. So if you think that, all right, we can we can try and go on to this. I want to hear from IA first. I want to see every time. Okay, I'm gonna say, um, you're saying chew if it's dead or choke if it's not dead. Chew if it's dead. Like you say, no, it has to end here. Choke means you disagree with his statement that it's a possibility to continue. I'm gonna say choke. 
uh, choke on that because every situation, I remember hearing a story about this man who proposed to his wife three times before she said yes. Um, she just was just like, they never had, the first time they never had a conversation, he just did things willy nilly. Mm -hmm. She wanted to get things, you know, ironed out. It's not that she didn't care about him. Um, I think, well, actually the first time I think she didn't necessarily see him like that, but he was just like, this is my wife. The second time she said, we need to iron out some things. And then by the third time they was in sync and they did it. Cause I feel like, listen, uh, I feel like I'm not married yet, but I do feel like it's not for the faint, you know, it's not for the weak. And mm -hmm. I think it's very important that people enter this contract knowing what they're doing. And, and sometimes folks can be a little incongruent with that. So no, I think, I think it depends on the circumstance. There's people who don't want to get married and someone so feels like, okay, if I propose, this will push you into this and mm -hmm. it may not be like that. I know someone like that. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to. He wants to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mr. Randy Chu. She belongs to the streets. I can't. No, 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 she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I have to say contract deal. That's what, oh, that's what it is. It's a business deal. It's uh, on top of a lot of things. I, I, I do believe that love is not enough. So you can't pay me to believe that. I feel like if you propose to a woman and she says no the first time. When <sighs> you need to evaluate yourself. Because a real woman is not gonna say no if she feels secure within that man. Like for like for no reason. Like just to say no. Mm -hmm. Like y'all been in a relationship. I, look, y'all take it how y'all wanna take it. It's okay. Cause I, I'm gonna go my own route. Though. She, she, oh. she, what? <laughs> I'm talking to Jason. <laughs> he said, take it how you want to take it. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so listen, this is what I think. I think that if a man is on his square, the woman that you're already in a relationship with is not going to say no. Something is off with the nigga. But you said if she's a real woman, what does that have to do with that? Because a real woman versus what society has molded women to become, there's a difference. The women that society has molded women to become, it's like they're never satisfied. They're never willing to settle for what's right for their future. They just want pleasure in the moment. A real woman understands this man is going to be committed. He's going to be loyal. He's going to take care of me. He's going to love me. Um, he's going to protect me. He's going to have my best interest at heart. For societal, modern women, that's not enough. But for a real woman, that's enough. Okay. Yes. I mean, you say that, but how many men are actually honoring all of that that you just listed? Because there's there's not a lot of real men. But I got so. But that's your point. Is that your point? Saying that, like, if. If she is saying no, like there's a reason because of the dude needs to do something. Else. A woman, th that's my point. Like, so, the okay, woman, so I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, the woman so has the sight no. of saying no for a specific reason. Yes. Okay. A real woman is going to evaluate her man on a consistent basis. And when he pops that question to say, look, I want you to fully be mine, a real woman, if she says no, it's the man's fault, mm -hmm. not the woman. It's the man's fault. I'm not talking about modern women. I'm talking about real women. Mm -hmm. It's the man's fault. You have to level up. Yeah. You have to step up. And 
we have to be taught as men who need to level up to ask the question, why? Mm -hmm. And a real one would tell you, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm -hmm. And don't just check off the list, but actually grow (coughs) in those areas to where it's in your nature to Mm -hmm. be. You understand? I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of people propose and want marriage because of the idea of it. Mm -hmm. The wedding. Right. The ideology of it. So you're kind of saying like if some dude proposed that was on his stuff and a chick just actually wasn't on his stuff and a chick just said yes, that she's just saying yes because of the engagement, the the, 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 idea, the, the, the idea of it. There's, if there's, that woman knows he's not ready to be her husband, yeah. but yet she says yes, that is that what you're kind of implying? Correct. Okay, there, okay. There's a, I'm going to pull up the stats uh, later on in the show, but 80% of the divorces that are filed in America are filed by women. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because of modern women. It's because men have to level up and be on their square. Yeah. Now, I would say about 55% of the divorces that happen within that 80% is because the woman has an idea of what marriage should be mm-hmm. and it's not happening the way she wants. But we can't just say it's just the woman, mm-hmm. though, yeah. because leadership is on the man. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So whether we it's a comfortable conversation or not, men are the reason why society is the way it is we built the world so who are we to blame it on women you see what i'm saying you either put them in their place make them play their role or you shut the hell up and you level up at the end of the day it's still on the man yeah you know what i'm saying so just bottom line it's on the man i'm gonna take a kind of ratchet approach to this um If I bring your my mama and your mama around and I propose to you, bitch, you better say yes and tell me no in the back. Gotcha, bitch. Don't humiliate you. That's the moral of the story. Like, don't yeah. humiliate me. Just be like, mm-hmm, yes, baby. Be like, um, maybe we got some stuff we need to work where, on. Where the so ring, so I know I, this ring will go on, but nigga, we not engaged. I know better. <laughs> But I, I agree with both of you all, though. I just yeah. wanted to, I, I, for yeah. when someone was just like, I imagine, so I imagine how I proposed, right? Uh-huh. So it was just, I had like a little video ready on the phone. So my wife was watching the video. I, was, of course, it's January. I don't know why I proposed when it's wow. cold. I go around the car, get the ring ready, take a deep breath. She's watching the video of our pictures and song. I open the door and it's like, baby, that's all I said. She just started crying. She heard, no, I planned this for weeks. <laughs> She didn't hear nothing. She didn't hear not one thing I said. Yeah, you had a whole Michael B. Jordan. To this day, she still don't know what I said. Keep it short and sweet. That's what I was just like. Oh, I was like, um, I'm like, my knee is on ice. Are you gonna say yes or no so I can know what's happening? But then we went in the restaurant, and then like our families were there. So in that situation, it's just like she would have said no. I'm like, okay. What do, why? What do I need to work on? All right, cool. And, and um, your mama, your father, your sister, my mama, and our friends and cousins are in the restaurant. So what are we going to tell them? Because I'm not about to Because everyone's cheering. Yeah, you'd be like, y'all my niggas want to <laughs> hey, eat yo, like And she hey, said yo, no. It'd be funny if you would have said it. My wife would have said no. I straight would have. I I only would have been mad if my wife said no because my no, knee was on kidding. ice for like at least solid forty-five no. seconds, 
And I'm like, yo, you gonna let my kneecap freeze and you gonna still say no? Wow. Shit. Get my motherfucking ring back. <laughs> but oh, but, oh, but mm, that's another question. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, all right. So go ahead. Go, go ahead. Give us some. Give us, give, give us okay, one more. All right, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So this was from Charlemagne of Love. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Here we go, y'all. It's, gonna, this, it's, not, it's not that this, crazy. It's not oh, that I'm crazy. Sorry, all right, I'm working on getting monetized, so I can't say that. That's that, also that that's all, word. That's so. also true. All right, so this some guy. things, uh-huh. some things don't need prayer; they need discipline. God already told you what to do; you're just procrastinating. And it's coming from Charlemagne, y'all. I, 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 I definitely. Ag- oh, I'm sorry. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all. I, I put a post on earlier today on Facebook. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. I literally think I matched my son. I said, so I put this on Facebook earlier today. I said, most people suffer due to a lack of application, not a lack of information. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of y'all niggas need to know to discipline yourselves and be waiting for a higher power to just hand you something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you can just do it yourself. Some things you don't need prayer for. Just, just change. Just do what, what is wrong with you? Lord, I need you to change my bank account. I just got one question. Who raised you? I have not applied for one job yet, but Lord, I need you to come through and, Yo, and change my financial situation. I got playing 2K or uh, I've been playing yeah. 2K all so day. I, Lord, I need you to come through. What's your thoughts? I know uh, you agree, but... A hundred percent. I feel like a lot of people get a paralysis and like, I'm waiting for a sign and I think it's just going to drop on the doorstep. Like, I don't know how to be friends with those type of people. Um, yeah, I, I do think faith without works is dead. Like, you know, he gave you the message. He gave you the... He gave you everything. It's it's now time to put one foot in front of the other and make it happen. So make it happen. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people say they want something, but they they're wishing. Um, they're not actually executing, and that that's that. There's a lot of dreamers out here. There's not a lot wow. of doers. You gotta have you gotta have the doing part. Wow. And I and I think that really applies to every category, from like love to like the money. Yeah. I think it. Wow. I think it applies to all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Listen, we're going to take a quick 2.2. When we come back, we are going to dive into said topic and said discussion as I find the music to play. Um. Anyway, we're going to take a quick 2.2. When we come back, we are going to dive into the discussion. We'll be right back up this with 2.2. Deuces.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, yeah. it's your boy, Randy. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> You're not used to that. <laughs> wow. It's your boy, Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. Smack Your Great Good Grandma. And I'm here with the other host of True Radio. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. Can you chew woo woo in season two? And we have back in studio, Jesus, my Lord. I love it. Keep it near me, bro. Oh, oh, I got okay. Wow, wow, wow! I got the chicken. Wow, 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 wow! Sucking the ribs and back rub. We have I A in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. My co-host, wow, wow. Radio. I A. How have you been? I've been, I've been chilling. I'm really sad. I was telling you know, buddy, that uh, I'm sad. Summer is pretty much over. Once August hits, I feel like. I mean, what are y'all thinking? August hits. Is August really part of summer, or is it like that intro month? What do y'all think? August is like the depression month of summer's over. You about to go back to grind. Yeah. I mean, I'm a teacher, so once like August first hits, it's like ah, damn. (laughs) It's like like winter is coming. It's like children are coming to the room, and you're gonna have to teach them, and it starts all over again. Yeah. Just all over again. Yeah. So cool. But the cool. nice thing about winter is like you got the Thanksgiving break, you got the Christmas break. Yeah. Yeah, but I like, it's, I like it's, cold weather because of hoodies. Yo, hoodie season is right, yo. I get I, I get the high of my gut in hoodie season. I That's wonderful. Right yes. That that is fast. Also, I I want to give myself a round of applause. I have discovered the reason why my gut has not fallen off yet. And I am conquering my health issues. That's awesome. I'm very proud of myself. Because yeah. niggas don't like going to the doctors. That's, that's right. Also true. That's so, right. You know, that's also I true. Did. But anyway, so Mr. Grantastic had hit me up and he had an amazing topic and subtopics for tonight's show. So introduce the topic and um, let's get into this hot discussion. Listen, we are accepting callers tonight. Yeah. And the number to dial is 516. 516- Please call in and give us your input on said topic. So, Mr. Grantastic, tell us what the topic is. Well, after weeks and months of deliberation and conversation, dictation, I'm sorry, I was just rhyming with those words. Anyway, so the, the title is, Is It Important? Or is it imprinted? Again, I say unto thee, yes. is it important? Yes, Lord. Or is it imprinted? Yes, Lord. So some kind of some subtopics we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the perspective of relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna talk about what is important to you when creating a relationship mm. what is important and and is it actually really important to you or is it just been imprinting on you and then we're going to talk about this perspective of the power couple oh, yeah because these are yeah. some terms that float around quite often and you know we gotta dive into them see what's popping because we gotta see what the people are just talking about because we try and get this this relationship thing right in the community for real for real. okay okay so is it important or is it imprinted? 
I feel like we need to break down some things. Yeah, let's bring it down. You know what, Mr. Grantastic? Go ahead and break down. What should we start with first? Important or imprinted? You know what? I want to talk about important. You want to talk about important? Okay. Then you can talk about imprinted. How about that? Cool, 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 cool. Okay. So this on the screen? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. So we're going to talk about important, right? Marked by or indicative of significant worth or consequence. Mm Mm-hmm valuable in content or relationship second one mm-hmm. is value oh you got them written out. okay given evidence of a feeling of self-importance wow giving evidence evidence mm-hmm. should be underlined and highlighted evidence y'all yeah of a feeling of self-importance i like that feeling yeah yeah if y'all don't learn anything from True Radio, learn to <laughs> get your dictionary, the, the fine words, the fine etymology. If y'all don't learn nothing else from this platform. And y'all can see the last one. I don't mm-hmm. want to read the last one. Okay, but you right. see it. But I want to highlight given evidence of a feeling, feeling of self-importance. Valuable in content or relationship. Mm. Actually, I, I want to point out one thing as well. I okay. like that uh, likely to have a profound effect on success, survival, or well-being. I just want to highlight Whoa, that as well. Likely to have a profound effect mm-hmm. on success, <laughs> survival, or, or well- well-being. Mm-hmm. So that is defined importance. Something of importance to you. Fantastic. Okay. All right, y'all. So, hey, you know, we breaking these words down. Hold on, hold on. Before we even continue, mm-hmm. let's talk about something real quick. Let's we'll talk about it. Valuable in relationship. What are some things, IA, that women hold as valuable from a man in a relationship? And you can speak from a general or personal standpoint. I would say in general, character is, is big. Um, mean what you say, say what you mean. Um, yeah, I'll say some of the things that are controversial as well, like the protector, the provider. That's important. It is. Okay. Um, and I also think uh, in, in relationship purpose is important. That's I'll say that from uh, I think that th- that's a personal observation but i think in general like purpose is really important when when people are walking around aimlessly it's really hard to follow that especially if you're talking about especially now people are are trying to do the resurgence of traditional relationship or successful relationship i think it's important that people have purpose and have a direction that they're going in are you speaking kind of individual or purpose like together i think individually that would be great but i also know that some people come together and then they're able to discover a purpose but i do think this i think ultimately who you're with or who you should be with is you two should be able to come together and really um i like bless the, the, you, bless the world i love the way you worded that who you should mm-hmm. be with because a lot of people pick a spouse mm-hmm. that they're not supposed to be with yeah them. And they blame it on God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love the way she worded it. Wow. Evidence of feeling self-importance. I 
really have a hard time with the way that this definition is grafted. Great. Yeah, with that one part. What part do you think I'm talking about? Um, the the part you keep repeating the uh, the given evidence of self importance. That part. The the feeling. The feeling. The evidence of a feeling. But yes. Evidence of a feeling. Huh. Yeah. Isn't a feeling the yeah. evidence of a feeling? Because how how can emotionally unstable people provide evidence to their self importance? Think about that for a moment. How can I am gonna throw it back to you before I throw the grand test? If a man or a woman, remember some but not all, mm-hmm. some but not all. Mm-hmm. If let me personalize it. How about this? How about this? I'm not gonna throw it to IA or you. I'm gonna just put it in the room and then y'all comment. There was a moment in my life where I didn't feel a sense of self-importance. Mm-hmm. It was a feeling that had no evidence. I literally did deductive reasoning, critical thinking, trying to pull up evidence to prove that the feeling of not being important is valid. Mm-hmm. But when I pull up the stats, it showed opposite. Mm-hmm. So my importance is not dictated based upon my feelings about myself. Mm-hmm. It's based upon the evidence and how I benefit other people's lives. Am I wrong for thinking that way? No, not now. I will say that what you just described is probably how a lot of men base their value. Whereas I think I'll just say from a woman's perspective, there's a lot of messaging that we have intrinsic value. And I think that that should go for all people, honestly. But I think I think a lot of I think both genders now have this thing where if I'm not here or if I'm not accomplishing this or if I don't have some tangible things that I deem worthy, then I am not valuable. And and um, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Wow. So do we get we get that from what we call social norms? There, there's there's socialization in there as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. Okay. And I think that's the the question. Like, how, and we'll dive into really breaking down imprinted and important. But is it actually something that's really important to you, or if it's something that's been told? That's like, oh, this is how you find your value in mm. these mm. things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Like I I accomplish these things. But I still don't feel. Yeah. I still don't feel important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I check these boxes off. Yeah. I still don't feel important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, but like this is the resume we put in the dating world. Mm-hmm. We put like, oh, what do you make? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. How you look? That's pretty much that's, it. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. We yeah. put that out there, and then it's like people are like reading your resume, like, yeah, you important. You check those three boxes. I want you to re-imprint real quick because I have a statement that I want to talk about to show. If, if we can select important or imprinted. Gotcha, so go gotcha. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, yes. Yeah. This is the educator in me, y'all. I apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. That's right. Tell them again. Don't apologize. Oh, my God. All right, so imprinted. So we went to the etymology. Etymology. On y'all. See, this, um, this is why True Radio is so hot. It is. By the way. 
All right, so to mark by or as if by pressure. Oh, okay. Oh, to fix indelibly or permanently as on the memory or the to subject to or induce by imprinting. Mm. Okay, so that that mark by or is by pressure. That's the one thing to me that stood out is that like by pressure. I think I think. I think that women mm-hmm. are the strongest imprinters in human history. I agree with that. I think part, now listen to my words carefully. Mm-hmm. I think part of their value comes from the power of imprinting on men. Yeah. I agree with that. When a woman can no longer imprint on her man, she begins to lose value in his eyes. Mm-hmm. But let me say this, because you define imprint, you define importance. I'm not even going to pull up the email. I, I'm going to screenshot it and I'm going to post it next show. Okay. But I remember paraphrasing and if this individual is listening, they have a right to call in and correct me if my paraphrase is wrong. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. So there was this woman who has been married for 14 years and was about was separated from her husband. Just so happened to listen to True Radio. Not Kevin Samuels, not Fresh and Fit. Not Lapeep, let's talk. Not the roommates. None of that. She listened to True Radio. Mm-hmm. She stumbled across it on Podbean and listened to it. Then she listened to some old episodes. I got an email from her and her husband thanking True Radio for saving their marriage. Hmm. Okay. Oh, well, we can claim that. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not going to get into details of what their struggle was, but I will say this. He had a mindset of one, two, three, and she had a mindset of ABC. There was an episode where I talked about how men and women should come together to form. The man lays out the vision. The woman helps the man meet that vision, but it's supposed to be cooperative. Mm -hmm. You talked about responsibility being held on the men and the women and how if you as a man don't have these things aligned, then you can't command or demand this from your woman. Mm -hmm. And the woman, if this man is is striving to evolve into the man that you want him to become, you can't just walk away from him. I remember that episode talked about how dismissing a man's feelings is uh, is the worst thing a man could feel, especially if he has love towards that woman, mm-hmm. because it hits different. Yeah. It hits deeper when it's just dismissed. Now, not saying that the man's feeling is valid, but the dismissal of the feeling itself, mm-hmm. as you see by the word importance, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a self-esteem thing. It's a mm-hmm. self-value thing for a man 
to be vulnerable enough to express his feelings. And when they're dismissed, he gets crushed. Doesn't have to be a significant other. It could be a friend. Mm-hmm. It could be a sister. It could be an auntie, mama, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of the platform. Let's <laughs> keep talking. But, <laughs> um. Anyway, he came back to her and apologized for commanding things that he himself was not at a level to command. Mm-hmm. She came back and apologized for pushing aside his feelings and dismissing them. And they had a two hour conversation where they laid everything out on the table and realized we can't do life without each other. Mm. This is what this platform is about. We can disagree, we can fuss and fight and argue, but all of our hearts are genuine and pure. And when you have a pure heart, you can present a message to people that are really suffering and bring them back together. I say that, and I want to transition to this statement to talk about importance or imprinting. Society has told us, it's been imprinted on us by society to cut people off. You disagree with me, cut off. Yeah. You got on my nerves, cut off. Your negative energy, cut off. There's a statement, there's a quote. I don't remember where I got this quote from, but it's not originated by me. I'm just going to throw this quote out there and then y'all respond. Mistreating people, then avoiding communication is not protecting your peace. It's avoiding accountability. Mm-hmm. Repeat that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mistreating people. <laughs> this nigga is stupid. Mistreating people, then avoiding communication is not protecting your peace. It's avoiding accountability. Mm. How do y'all feel about that statement? I'm talking about life right now. <laughs> you want to go I'm first? Right. You want me to go first? Can I'm I hold that? Oh, yeah, I... You want both of them? You want both of them? I need yes. Both yeah, yes. You need to go first. I need to collect my thoughts. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know, like, man, I 110% agree with that. And I think even so as an educator, just in my early days, what helped me get to the spot where I'm at now where God has blessed me to be mm-hmm. was that was my integrity. Where you worked hard to be? Yes. Okay. It definitely you. much so. Okay. Was my, my integrity on how children are to be treated. Not and it wasn't wow. even by me, honestly. Okay. It was actually people who were around me who like what you're saying. So but they all were mistreating people and running away for it. Wow. Okay. But we but we were connected. So their parents were seeing me as the same person who was disrespecting your kids like them. And I had to say, and God had to speak with me of like, you gotta actually intervene and speak up and like and correct this. It's not for them. Cause you know, like we're taught of just like, oh, you messed up, you know, with these people. It's on you. You need to correct it. It was like, but your name's attached to their name. I need you to go further in life. I don't care about where they're going. I need you. So I had to go back and correct it, even if it was just on their behalf, but my name was attached to it. So, and at that point, which when I corrected it, I thought I was like, these people were never going to speak to me again. I saw the parents and the kids in the street and they were just like, hey, what's good? You know, what's and it was like, and nothing, nothing skipped a beat. 
but it was that it was that holding accountable even for someone else's mess so and they all avoided it yeah. they all avoided it so which is so you you gotta you gotta be willing to get if you even cause a little mess you gotta get into it and fix it you you really do because you never know down the road and i think that's what some people and you know some people who remain nameless that big bro knows you 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 do something you hurt somebody you never know how it's gonna hurt your pockets and your platform and stuff Ooh. down the road we're gonna keep things nameless, but let's be real. Yeah, you'd say if someone is, oh, you, you know, you weak. I don't need you. Yeah, and yeah. that's the very person that ends up putting on everyone else around you. Yeah. That's so okay. that's what I'm saying. You, you gotta. You even if it's uncomfortable. Shout out to Zoe Williams, man. That's my big bro for life. So you got it, because I saw that look on Big Bro's face. That big Bro Zoe, I saw that look on your face that episode. I already knew it. That's poetic. I already knew it was yeah, popping. Yeah, that's poetic. So yeah. I, so I. Hey, Talk to us from your female perspective. Everything you just heard. What are your thoughts? Um, this is a this is kind of a sore spot right now. So okay. I, I'll just say that as a recovering Stonewaller, do y'all do do you all need me to break down what a Stonewaller is? I mean, for the people, for the for the for the, for the, for the audience. Yeah, okay, you know, so we might have some. So they say the two. Watching. They say okay, all right, probably. I'll say <laughs> for the um, they say the two ways to like really uh, end a relationship or the demise of a relationship is uh, stonewalling and violence. So that's that silent treatment. That's the avoidant attachment style. That's the exactly what was described when you are. Um, not addressing the actual issue okay you're mistreating and then you're not actually addressing the issue that is a number one way to go ahead and destroy that relationship you can throw it you can throw it away um I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna just share an experience as a recovering stonewaller wow. you know i'll say that is something that was you know i don't know genetic or socialized in the family you know family pathology uh-huh. i have been challenging myself not to do that and wow. It's hard. It's very, very hard because even if you're willing to be like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore, who you're dealing with may not be on that same walk. And um, I don't quite have the answer on what to do then because, you know, although we say feelings are fleeting and, you know, it's a moment, you know, you feel what you feel. And uh that's all I got right now. Wow. <laughs> That's all I, I got. I want to say this because you brought up something. First of all. Oh, can I read this? That was a potential true or choke that kind of goes along with what you're saying. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So go ahead. someone did post this earlier this week. So it says even the strongest feelings expire when ignored and taken for granted, though. That goes right along with what I'm, I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. People, well, I, my I feel my—I feel the puppet master coming back. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, suppressing, and I got this from Big Brozo Williams. Suppressing emotions is a hindrance to your spiritual growth. Which is why I'm very big on feeling my feelings. I allow myself okay. to feel because I don't like to pretend. I'm very big about not being a fraud. So I allow myself to feel my feelings um, and I, 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 but I give myself an expiration date. 
because I think okay. a lot of people are walking around where they have feelings and it's it's like you started off the show there's a lot of war going on like people don't realize there's a lot of war going on and it is sometimes you're carrying other people's hurt you don't even realize you're angry you're sitting here you're spewing out hatred and this is not even your fight you haven't even had that experience but it's just like people are bleeding on each other and we're literally just like splattering all over the place so I think it's really important that in order to balance yourself out, you have to allow yourself to feel it mm-hmm. and then say, all right, now that I felt it, what's next? What now? What can I do to move forward? How can I use this to be a lesson? How can I use this to be more resilient? I don't like the word strong. I say resilient Resilient. because I think a lot of times when people are strong, they're, they're suppressing. Um, They're still walking around with, with blood Mm -hmm. and they haven't wrapped up their wounds. There was a, there was a good philosopher by the name of Alan Watts who said that there is a price to be paid for every increase of consciousness. We cannot be more sensitive to pleasure without being more sensitive to pain. Yeah. Mm. God. Mm. It's actually poor spiritual hygiene to give everyone access to you. Mm-hmm. Yo. So there has to be a balance between who we cut off mm-hmm. and the reasons why mm-hmm. versus who we let in and the reasons mm-hmm. why. And cut off doesn't necessarily mean I don't talk to you the rest of my life. Yeah. Sometimes I think people got to know you got to compartmentalize. Like you're just over here for now. Yeah, like yeah. there's some people that can know the inner me. You just on the we're talking about the core. You on the next layer. You don't yeah. know the deep. You on the core of the earth. You just you walk around on front. Yeah. You see, you we cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. gotta yeah. know where to put people yeah. sometimes um, as well. Yeah. So one of the big uh, advocate of that actually, like it may not work in this capacity, but we might work in this capacity. But people are so quick to be like, it didn't work here. I can't deal with you. And it's just like. You might leave money on the table. You might leave yeah. your 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 baby daddy, your baby mama on on the table. You might leave your family on the table, and they they may have not worked in this capacity, but they may have worked yeah. in that one. Yeah, relationship goals. Let's talk about that for a moment, because <clears throat> I feel like every man should be able to identify what his relationship goals are, and he should not be willing to approach a woman until he has his relationship goals laid out. And I say this because of this. What we call dating or courting in the Western world, the Eastern world don't don't, don't do that. They don't. It, by culture, tradition, religion, however you want to give them an excuse, they don't do that. They mm-hmm. simply get selected. Mm-hmm. Because they realize marriage is not just about love. Yeah, we're the ones who have this Disney World ideology of what love is supposed to Fantasy be. Princess, and everyone is miserable because of this fake reality that we've been imprinted, mm-hmm. and we have not studied what it is. What is the importance of relationships? Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about significant, intimate relationships, because you could be. Intimacy is not just sex. Correct. Into me, me you see. Say that again. Into me, you see. Intimacy. Into me, you see. Lord Jesus. Where has IA come from? Lord, she'd have been over the world, Lord, through the summer break, and mm. she has come back strong. Mm. Well, a couple of things that came back. Over the bumper shot. Okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no. 
it's 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 about matching souls. Yeah. And that doesn't even have to be your significant other. Like you can literally no homo. You can have if you're a guy, you can have a brother. Y'all souls match. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You can have a friend that is a sister. Soul match. Soul match. You yeah. care about each other's well being, mm-hmm. and you care about you love what that person loves, and you protect what they love. Oh, yeah. That's the whole premise of a best man and a matron of honor. Correct. Is to protect the union. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if my friend, sister, brother, whatever loves this man or this woman, I am to protect the union. I'm to hold both of them accountable mm-hmm. to make sure that this union sticks together, not gossip behind it anyway. Yeah. So, that's um, all, that's good. I want to say this. Relationship goals have to be set. And I want to ask you guys, what are some relationship goals that we could give the audience that they should add on to what they already have. I got one off top. Okay. Don't look at other people's relationship and make that your relationship goal. That should be your first goal. You're your own competition. That should be it. Don't don't look to other people and especially people not in your tax bracket. Like stop looking at celebrities and like boo why you ain't buying me a Birkin bag like that bitch is not saying the tax bracket. All right, deal yeah, with your relationship. Yeah. Stop looking yeah. at celebrities that, first of all, get stuff from companies to endorse. market to you, endorse to it, endorse yeah. and imprint on you the lifestyle they're trying to get. You you bring up a point that I want to say this. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, did you want to say something before I... Relationship goes heal. Heal. Um, Healing is huge. Um, a lot of A lot of wounded people are getting together, further wounding each other wounding their children, those children are going out, the, the cycle continues. Yes. Healing is huge. Healing. Okay. Facing that is hard, but when you get on the other side, it's well worth it. That's I, how you end cycles. I think healing has to begin with the awareness of the wound. I think a lot of people are aware. I wow. think a lot of people are aware of their brokenness. They may not share it. Okay. Um they may not always have the words for it, but I think I think broken people know that they're broken. You think they're just pretending? They're lying they're to themselves. All and the most above. Most of them are just sedating themselves. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah. I think it's sedating. Yeah, I think yeah. people are like. That's why you see this. You know, you were talking about the Birkin bag and the flashiness and the. There's a lot of things that people are compensating for. Like I was listening to a video today where this guy was talking about like we have a lot of hoodlums and shooters, but we really don't have shooters you know what i'm saying we really don't have soldiers like we literally are if you listen to our music it's just like spend all your money (laughs) f as many bees as you can (laughs) you know what i'm saying and run from the police like that's literally that's literally our messaging it's just like if you really listen to it it's just like how we are so ass backwards it's 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 embarrassing yeah yeah no i i agree I'm a Kozo again. Sorry, he just human beings reflect each other's internal progress through relationships. However, no one is responsible for your personal growth. Mm-hmm. If I walk into a relationship, no matter what relationship dynamic it is, and I am aware that you're about to display to me something internally that's going on. I can no longer blame you for the wound. Mm-hmm. 
I blame myself. Say that part again. If I walk into a relationship, no matter what the dynamics is, understanding that whatever you're about to display is what's going on inside of me internally, I can no longer blame you for the wound. I have to blame myself. Right. When you blame yourself, that means you take responsibility mm-hmm. for the wound, which means you're responsible for the healing. Mm-hmm. Remember, some banal. We're not talking about all wounds. Mm-hmm. We're talking about majority of them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I'll give an example. You got five baby daddies. God damn. He belongs to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you got four baby daddies, three baby daddies. And you going around saying all men ain't ish. All the men you picked ain't ish. Where's the self responsibility at? Mm-hmm. Or man, you I'm got three say, baby can, mamas. Can we lump both of them? Because I mean, yeah, you got three baby mamas. And yeah. <laughs> what? Well, which? Which? By the way, um, statistics actually show that only seventeen percent of the men actually sleep with ninety percent of the women. So majority of the men are actually not even getting coochie. But the men that are getting coochie, you have to you 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 have to take responsibility for the relationships and things that you create. I get tired of as a man, I get tired of hearing men cry about the relationship dynamics with their ex. At the end of the day, and women too. Who chose that? You women have this. Oh my gosh, they carry on the pain from. You know one thing that I wish I knew back in the day was don't don't be so concerned about a person's past. Yeah. Allow them to start over with you. Yeah. If if my does that apply for both genders? Because yes. I feel like that's that's allowed for one, but there's clearly names for another. No, I I think in today's society, I think back when we were children coming up, it applied to women. But in today's society, I feel like anything that is done that is not approved by the social norms is attacked. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's not approved by the social norms is women being accountable for their decision making. And men are held accountable because of their decision making because there's immediate consequence yeah to their decisions if i shoot ray ray i get locked up well mm-hmm. if you're not white but mm-hmm. if i shoot ray ray yeah. <laughs> i get locked up if i sleep with a chick get her pregnant she takes me to court and go to child support like 90 percent of single mothers are getting paid child support 90 percent we only hear about the stories of the 10%. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, media brings up the negative like blow that joint up. and highlights it because no one's going to listen to a positive story. Mm-hmm. So it's their responsibility to highlight the negative because human beings are attracted, as the scriptures say, men love darkness rather than light. light. Mm-hmm. Notice it said men mm-hmm. love darkness rather than light women love to go against the rules men love to go with darkness 
scripturally. Mm-hmm. Let's break this down for a second. Because we're talking about relationship goals. Break it down, break it down, break it down. Adam was given, or Atom, however you want to pronounce it. If anyone want to debate me about religion, please do, because I was smoking it with your own book in front of your own audience. Please email me at trueradio2020 at gmail.com because you can get this work. Anyway, um, yeah, because I taught world religions and, and I taught that in college courses. So you don't want this smoke. Um, anyway, Adam was given a set of rules. He was given instructions. Men do good with instructions that are that is given from another man. From an authority figure, which is why being a father is very important to be placed in the home. One of the things that the government did was take the authority out of the home. So the family dynamics is in chaos because a woman is not supposed to be the leader of the house. She's not supposed to pay all the bills, she's not supposed to give the vision and the guidance, she's not supposed to worry about. A lot of things, except for what the children are going to cook, what her life passion and goals are, how she's going to pursue them, and making sure that her, her children, and her man is happy. The man is responsible for everything else. I got to put a roof over your head. I got to make sure you have the, I have the currency to make sure you can pursue your life dreams. I got I to create an environment where you can grow healthy. I got to create an environment where the children can grow healthy. And I got to make sure that you are protected spiritually naturally and in your soul mm-hmm. i have to make sure that i create an environment where you can build emotional stability because society have targeted 90 seconds through you society have targeted women to be emotionally unstable and society have targeted men to not show emotions mm-hmm. and both of them are damaging relationships mm-hmm. um a man suppressing his feelings is just as damaging as a woman not having control over her emotions. It's the same thing. A man being physically abusive to a woman has just as much psychological damage seconds. as a verbal abusive woman. But society norms says there's a difference. When in all actuality, accountability is the difference. Look at the statistics. Don't even take my opinion for it. Look at the stats. And domestic violence. If, if, if verbal abuse is viewed as the same as, as physical abuse, which statistics say it should be, statistics say it should be, then there's a lot of female criminals running around. Mm-hmm. I don't condone physical abuse of women. My mother was physically abused. I don't condone it at all. I'll shoot you. (laughs) 10 seconds. But what I am saying is when it comes to relationship goals, one of the things that you have to establish is accountability on both parts. Mm -hmm. The man just can't be accountable for his actions and the woman just dismiss her accountability. And society has taught majority of women to dismiss accountability it's always well the man could have done this better or the man should have done this how about you just apologize for your belligerent acts that 
that's a relationship goal accountability mm -hmm. another relationship goal is to play my role in the relationship a woman doesn't want a pussy man if you a punk she don't want you if you crying and complaining all the time oh this happened in my job oh this person don't like a woman don't want to hear that Niggas don't want to hear that from their woman. Sure. You're absolutely right. I mean, we'll act like we interested. I keep five minutes. Babe, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild, that's yo. Like, yeah. You know, she knows she wrong for that. Yeah, thing. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I told you that's crazy. crazy, girl. <laughs> but these are realistic relationship goals because mm -hmm. you got to remember, uh, at some point in the relationship, feelings are going to be obsolete. Yeah. And beauty is, too. Everyone's going to mm -hmm. grow up ugly. And that's why you one of my saying? relationship goals is to like the person you're with. Because yes. when the looks and the beauties fade and things is just and you're just in the, the, the circuit of life, do you actually like like this person you gotta wake up to every yeah. day? I gotta love your soul. Yeah. In society, especially I you and you gotta comment on this. Society has taught us not to connect on a soulish level. Mm -hmm. They just taught us to look at the physical attributes of one another mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I want that. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and not actually connect internally. What's your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Because i got to get the female response because we have to build together. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. i got to get the female response. So I actually was um, hanging out with my cousin brother yesterday and he said, you know, do you know what men want and i sat for a second mm -hmm. and i started to you know give out some suggestions and he said you know what gets me excited when i'm getting off of work and and i am rushing home to my wife and kid he was just like my wife offers me peace he mm. said that is absolutely crucial like she offers me peace he's also in a stage of life where he is shooting for the stars that's who i like to keep surrounded by me is it's like we're going for the stars you have an option mm -hmm. to be mediocre mm -hmm. you have an option to shoot for the stars and so that's that's how that's how we're rolling but that being said he's kind of like throwing the spaghetti at at every wall right now and he says one thing about his wife is just like yep he's all over the place but he's gonna go hard he said his wife supports him and so hearing those two things i will say a healed woman wants the same thing. Wow. A healing woman, because I do think it's a journey. Mm -hmm. A healing woman wants the same thing. Um, peace. You know, when you, you, some of these stats make me laugh, but it's like, where do they get these numbers from? But I'll say this, when women are filing for divorce, a lot of times it's, she's tired of not having peace. She's tired. She's fed up. She's exhausted of not having peace. She's not divorcing a good man. She's not divorcing a man that offers her peace. So, um, yeah. What, what can you help men understand what peace looks like for a woman? I would say a healing man, a healing man is, is that if you have a lot of turmoil inside, it's very hard for you to like pour out love and abundance and, and feel goods out there. Like what you are, what you're spewing. When I see people misbehaving or behaving badly i'm like wow some inside is broken something's jacked up 
but what are you doing to heal because there's people who are just aimlessly like you know what i'm saying chopping down their knee and everything that's in their way right you know what i'm saying so um when i see people spewing out and they're speaking with a bravado i don't think that's healing i think you're just bleeding Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I think I think and it's and I will say this, it's not entirely the men's fault because again, society makes it where you all can't be as expressive. You all, you know, are suppressed. You all give very contradictory messaging. So you grow up and you are chaotic. Like my cousin said the same thing. He was just like, you know, he, he was saying like men at 35 hit their peak. And I was just like, I'm gonna challenge that. And he was just like, Well, you know what? You have a lot of points because he said. I said a lot of a lot of 35 year olds and up men are really angry. I meet a lot of angry, angry men. And he was just like, I'm going to go beyond angry. He said, there's a lot of depressed men. And so he was going down the list on what you're compiling all these years. Mm -hmm. And so when you are not really addressing that, there's no way you can offer peace. So mm -hmm. I would say start with you first. And that's why I also say purpose is big. Sometimes pursuing your purpose can help you heal. I think I think a medicine for a depressed man is a good woman a woman knows how to bring a man out of depression out of depression by just being around the presence of a good woman i i can agree with that i will say that sometimes it's like you also as a man have to be willing and you also have to be open like sometimes it's like those women are like they take on because we are nurturers we are maternal right mm -hmm. so we take on like uh, uh just like y'all are protectors we take on a savior complex so there comes a time where that woman's just like i have been trying to save you for umpteen years i'm tired i, I, I i'm now depleted i think a woman should never save a man i think that she's supposed to help him meet the goal that's in front of him i agree with that so if he grows if he's going through depression if his goal is to get out of that we're talking about men that are actively trying to evolve yes because that's about, another thing yeah. i was there's something i was like I we're not talking it. about the losing niggas we're yeah. talking about real men because that want to evolve and that's another thing i heard about over this past week where a woman was saying it was like like dudes are starting to go to therapy and she was like, I applaud that. But she was like, all right, cool. But what are you learning in therapy? Right. You know, like, so is, like, is that like a, a it's kind of like a cushion. Yeah. Yes. Like it's a crutch. Yes. It, it is. To Be, some men. To yes. some men. Cause yeah. it's just like, all right. Cause you know, cause that's the one thing we realize is just like, Women are captivated by words. Men are captivated by sight. Mm -hmm. So men will be like, yeah, girl, I'm in therapy. And then women will start playing all the scenarios in their head. Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. in therapy. This is where we can go. Yes. This yeah. may happen. Yes. This may happen. So yes. she heard, I'm yes. in therapy. Yes. But she's got to see, all right, what has that what's, done? How's that? What's the fruition how of that? How yeah. has changed that? Because yeah. also it's like, because if we get the arguing, you start throwing you know, stuff around the house. You say you're in therapy. You're like, Babe, I'm angry, but I'm not throwing stuff around the house. She's like, therapy's working. Now, let me, now let, me play <laughs> let, let me play devil's advocate to both of you. Mm -hmm. And I have to do this, and I'm going to say this on air, even though it's something I would have rather had said off air. But often I'm going to play devil's advocate because there's people that's going to think this way that I'm going to mm -hmm. spill out. So it's not a personal attack to you, Grantastic, or to you, IA. It's to bring out your points mm -hmm. in the discussion. If there wasn't, if there wasn't a Coretta Scott, if there wasn't a 
Betty Shabazz. Mm. Those men wouldn't have been as great. For sure. Yeah. Because those women had the patience to watch their men evolve. The world views the men in a certain way, but in the home, because let's not cap, like Malcolm didn't have rumors going on, like Martin didn't have rumors going on, like it wasn't a bunch of chaos being thrown at that character, you know, that that would make a, even an honest woman scratch her head, like hold up. right. So let's not cat like they had the perfect relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. They had to because people like to omit that. Yeah, yeah. They and, and they had to. They had to have a sense of fortitude within themselves, where they still honored their man, even their man's weakest moment. I mean, you're talking about a guy like Malcolm X who went from being the top person in the nation when he married Betty to having your like your family threatened yes and i know about that trust mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. then you go from martin luther king to having this peaceful congregation mm-hmm. to now you being on the world stage civil rights to you now sitting down with elijah muhammad now you're talking about economic reform and mm-hmm. reparations and niggas not integrating but separating because we coming for that because, check because martin luther king didn't die an integrationalist he actually said that was a mistake that's and right i agree with him. that's right it absolutely was a mistake that's we should right. be separate mm-hmm. not integrated that's mm-hmm. true um and but martin evolved during his messaging yeah. he went from an integrationalist to a separatist mm-hmm. he went from i have a dream which by the way he didn't to that was written actually for him by the Southern Baptist organization he was attached to because mm-hmm. Martin Luther King had an armory of weapons, he wasn't non violent. Anyway, let me stop. Um, that's the black, that's the white version of Martin that's acceptable yeah. on your postcards, just like Malcolm. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. so Martin goes from integrationalist, I have a dream to. We need to separate, build an economic base, get the hell away from these white folks, and build for our own because their house is burning down. Mm-hmm. It takes a strong woman to support both. Yeah. And they both had to deal with the same outcome. That's also a fact. They both had children that they had to uphold the image of the father that got taken from the children. I mean, Malcolm mm-hmm. got killed in front of his children. Marvel. I know Malcolm's daughter. I've had conversations with Malcolm's daughter. I know the pain from her words of her seeing her father get gunned down in front of her. Mm-hmm. Like, that damages her. And she was little. Huh. And she can remember it verbatim. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Can it be said that if Malcolm and Martin were alive in today's society of women, they were to choose a spouse that they would not have the home stability that those women provided. If you agree with that statement, what's the difference? If you agree with what statement? That if Malcolm and Martin were alive in today's society, they were youthful and they wanted to marry, 
that they wouldn't have the same home stability. I think I think you can I think the home stability is still here. I do think some women are a little more intolerant. And I, and I think rightfully so. I think even when you said Shabazz and um Coretta had the uh fortitude to deal with the range of Malcolm and the range of Martin, I think there was also a a, a training of like being tolerant of bullshit. You know, and that's how some of these relationships survived and i think today some women because i think bullshit still goes on i think some women are like no i don't have i'll support you i'll inspire you i'll 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 be your you know behind you right to you left of you but i can't i'm gonna hold you accountable just like you want me to respect you and honor you i'm gonna need some of that back and i and i think that's fair because For clarity, yes. are you saying that Malcolm and Martin didn't present that? Or are you saying that that's what modern men need to present? The respect and, and honor towards women? I think they, um, you were talking about, you were talking about they wouldn't be as great without Coretta and, and, and Betty. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, some of the things that they did, like I'll specifically talk about MLK. Some of the things that he did behind closed doors, like, yes, Coretta was strong to be able to deal with some of those things, but there also was a little bit of like, I am going to tolerate some of the bullshit that comes with Martin because that's part of the training. Yeah, some of the disrespectful behavior. So I do think you can most certainly find, I think there's, regardless of the, the propaganda that's being spewed out, women are still socialized, like part of your value is to be a wife and it is to, it is rooted in a lot of traditionalism regardless of what the propaganda is out there. But I do think today there may be a little bit less intolerance in some cases with some of the stuff that Coretta put up with. Okay. Does that make what sense? What about Betty? Um, yeah, I mean, theirs was a little bit different, but yeah, theirs, theirs was tough too. I still think, yeah, I, I think there's most definitely Bettys out here for sure. Okay. I do. Fantastic. Yeah, I just kind of wonder what, because um, Malcolm and, and Martin had like some really huge tasks. They did. And and I think that's the one thing of you which, <sighs> I think that's, cost that, that's, that's, a, that's a fact. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I. Are you saying that they needed to be given grace because of their tasks? Not. Yes and no. Okay. Because women are dealing with bullshit from niggas ain't doing shit. I mean, like, all right, if I had to choose to be getting cheated on by Martin or the local nigga, getting cheated How on about by Martin. I just... Like, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to validate it. I'm just saying. Because I'm out there on the front line with Martin. I'm I, I'm at risk of getting shot, too. Like, I have to protect my kids. Like, I'm, I'm, I have to be a willing participant for my Martin to be out here because him doing this work not only puts him at risk, but you're putting my children. I mean, that that's exactly what happened at Malcolm. Those kids almost got burnt crispy. Like, but, uh, but, so, but I think that's where we are at this point now, where in that generation and made in, in big world, we talked about this a lot where it made people who you either bow down and was like, don't, don't look at white people wrong. Don't talk to white people wrong. Or I'm still militant. Like that time created a fork in the road where it's like, the next generations are going to follow. So there are people who are like, I'm sacrificing for the betterment of my community. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who are like, F the community. 
it's about us. That's where I think it's more like, and kind of what we were talking about earlier, you mentioned purpose of, is it like, and that's why I asked this individual or relationship because the Martin and Malcolm relationship, the purpose of that relationship does go beyond personal at that point. For sure. You know, it's just like, like, and, and I can imagine as being like the woman next to them and being like, oh, like, and people are like, yo, you Martin, like, She's like, you see him like, that's my husband, but no, this is MLK. That's right. This is Malcolm Max. That's right. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's kind of, it's different at that point where it's like, are we focused on like the rumors, this and that, when you are fighting for the empowerment of the black people in this country? Or is this just a regular relationship where it's just like, oh, I don't know if you're sleeping with the girl next, like down the street or not. Like that's also the, it's, it's a different weight class with them not justifying anything wrong but it's more or less of like you are literally fighting for the empowerment and freedom of these people for sure so it's just as much as whatever's happening oh i see what you're saying you're saying we're not excusing from from my perspective of what grantastic is saying and from what you're saying mm-hmm. we're not excusing the step outside behavior. We're not. No. We're not downplaying the feelings of the woman in that scenario. Mm-hmm. I think what Grantastic is saying, this is my opinion mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. what he's saying, mm-hmm. my assumption, mm-hmm. is that if you're going to be with someone who's going to have weak moments. Don't let it be the nigga down the street who's selling drugs and 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 has no intentions of doing right by a woman mm-hmm. versus a man who is learning how to treat a woman. I think because it's also the assumption that like okay, even if they did have side checks, we don't ever talk about the fact of like how was the relationship. Like we don't ever talk about like well, we don't ever talk about Coretta's side dudes. Yeah. She had about four or five of those that the FBI had tapes of too, but we don't never talk about that. But I just, but but if you're if you're not really upset with MLK, then why are you upset with Coretta? I'm personally am upset with MLK. I'm personally upset. But generally, but societally, people aren't because even what you're saying, Mm -hmm. and I completely understand what you're saying, which is exactly what I said. Like you have you have your own personal purpose. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hold up. You're saying society has imprinted right. on people to not be upset at the weakness of our heroes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Go yes. Um, but when you come together, I, I do believe this. If you if you select the person that you should be with, mm-hmm. the purpose that y'all have is going to be bigger than y'all. Mm-hmm. That that's what that's my personal belief. That's you know, the definition I, I, of a power couple. So mm-hmm. that is to me like that it is should be. It, it should, should be. be. Yeah. Yeah, say should. It should be. Yeah. So I completely understand that yes, MLK mm-hmm. and Malcolm had a much higher purpose than those two individuals, mm-hmm. than their mar- marriage. Like they were to come together and become Mal- MLK to me isn't just MLK, he had a team. Malcolm had a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that included their spouse. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm the closest thing to you. I'm the closest thing to you. I'm in the trenches with you. Mm-hmm. You're wounding me. And that's the part that's like, I understand what you're saying, but it's just mm-hmm. like there is this societal of like, okay, woman, 
just brush that aside because there's this bigger purpose. But it's just mm-hmm. like, well, if there's this bigger purpose, sir, mm-hmm. why why would you put why would you put us at risk? At jeopardy. Can why I, would you put us in jeopardy? Can I, can mm-hmm. I cut you yeah. off for a moment? Yeah. You bring up an excellent point that I want to touch on. And I know we went over time. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, it's the first episode back and we're getting into real discussion. Mm-hmm. But it's healthy. Mm-hmm. So you bring up a point, IA, about you're hurting me during this process. I don't think there's pros and cons to being in our society right now. Mm-hmm. You know? One of the pros is that a man can actually express his feelings more in today's society than back then. For sure. That's very true. I, I, I honestly have For to sure. say that. Yeah. I don't think there's no and one so, Yeah. Because I'm listening to this dialogue as someone who has on the same shoes as the two men we're talking about. Correct. That's not my words. Mm-hmm. That's my elders' mm-hmm. words. That's people who, that's <coughs> a man who walked with both of them mm-hmm. physically that said this mm-hmm. to me and a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not putting myself on a pedestal because I don't, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of person where I can move off in South Dakota somewhere with my my family and be good. Like mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't need no attention at all. I don't care about that. I'm just passionate, have a goal. But I think my advantage over Martin and Malcolm is that I have a safety net around me. Mm-hmm. I have people who can hold me accountable to a standard. But at the same time, it is because there is a devalue of the work that I do. Mm-hmm. See, Martin and Malcolm lived in a time where their work and who they who they were in that moment was held at a value. They had people around them, but those people turned on them. A lot of them turned on them. Thanks to the FBI. Um. I mean, to the point where the dude standing next to Malcolm was like, move the tie and let me stand to the left so they can get a clear shot at him. And that was mm-hmm. his best friend. But like, I mean, Martin, sorry. Mm-hmm. Malcolm got portrayed by his higher religious organization. They left him out there for the CIA and the FBI to kill him. And they still getting blamed for his murder to this day. Cool. Because their, wor- their value was held up their value was held up because the woman knew how to address the man behind closed doors mm-hmm. there are recorded conversations of the wives of these two great men and there were many other great men black panther party had Tons. a bunch of great men for sure and, and and the list goes on and on so i'm not just singling them out like they're the two greatest mm-hmm. i'm just for the sake of conversation, just saying. But anyway, their women challenged them. Malcolm got challenged from his discovery of Elijah by his wife. Malcolm had a moral code that he got from Elijah that says, I have to hold you accountable for your actions for taking on multiple wives because when I came into this thing, this was not a part of the discussion, and all of a sudden it pops up. 
help me understand. I can defend you. I'm your defender. Mm -hmm. That's my responsibility is to defend you in the public. But when you shun me away and you take away the protection, and it was his wife that opened his eyes. Like, look, dude, you don't see the betrayal happening? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't know this about uh, Coretta. Coretta was the one that said, yo, you still got homeboy around you. He was trying to sleep with me. He's going to betray you one day. That's, that's a real thing that happens. You, you see what I'm saying? A real thing that so, happens. Mm -hmm. But Malcolm listened. Martin didn't. Mm -hmm. They both in same results. I mean, with this government, white supremacy, you're going to have to say Yeah, they weren't letting no black Messiah stand. But, no. but what, I guess no. what I'm trying to get to is we have to get back to the value system of honoring one another. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, we're going to allow this system to win. But is that kind of what we're, we we don't do with? Because I feel as if like when it comes to Malcolm and Martin, you either get the white supremacy version or them cheating. <laughs> and it's always trying to devalue everything that they did. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's not really in defending them cheating because again it's like you ain't cheat on me so it's just like and i don't approve of it but that's i think it's also the spectrum of how we look at our quote-unquote heroes it's like you have to be first you have to be perfect and if you have a flaw then we have to er eradicate everything you've done it's a huge pressure it's a huge pressure so it's just like but then also actually knowing the process of getting to that point of creating the malcolm and the martin is this like, okay, they've gone through some things, but how did you get through them? Like, we don't ever talk about the through. We just like, oh, Martin has some chicks. We think, you know, Malcolm has some chicks. They were both heroes. I mean, Malcolm was accused of having a baby that out of wedlock, being homosexual, having multiple chicks in the mosque. Mm. Like, he was, Malcolm was accused of a lot of things. White chicks in Annapolis. White chicks mm. in Annapolis, like, and. Yeah, but, like, I, but that's also kind of like their age cancel culture. That's really kind of what it is. Yeah. But, okay, so well let me say this. Let me well say this. Mm -hmm. Have we allowed this system and society to bring about a council culture towards our women because of their weakness and flaws? I think so. Can I have an example? I, just, I like legit, I'm like not being like facetious. I if a example. woman... Because then I can, like, I feel like I can, like, give more in. Okay. Like, if I, I need the an example. The pandemic happened. Woman loses her job. Mm -hmm. She starts to OnlyFans. Okay. Take care of her children. Is she no longer worthy of marriage? Or can we overlook that and see the heart behind why she did what she did? I can. Okay. But my training is different. Like I stopped calling women thoughts and hoes years ago when I really thought about it. And I said, societally, like if you define what thought and hoes are, I said men can be that with no shame. If anything, they're celebrated for that. Um, they'll shame you. Like, can I read something real yeah. quick? I saw something today that I was just like, y'all talk about the confusion and the mismatch messaging sent to y'all. Like, when I say we get it, I'm going to say harder. We get it harder because I'm going to just read this real quick. Um, it's not coming up fast enough. 
for this show. <laughs> no, but I definitely agree though. I like I feel as if a lot of the media targets, ambushes, attacks women on like a in a, like a very loud way, opposed to like with men, it's just like like sell drugs, be like you know like play basketball, get hoes. Like that's that that, that those three repeat. Get hoes, but then those same hoes are not worthy of any type of respect. They're not. They're not worthy of anything. You are. You're for the streets. Like I don't. I don't partake in those conversations because I'm just like the messaging is so. I think that was programmed in us by white folks because. We can say that. We can say that. I feel like, but for for how long? Because I'm like I said, everything should have an expiration. But how long are we gonna keep saying that? Like I'll read um, this. But like this, the the psychological warfare hasn't ended. So like when you're saying for how long, when they end, they're like, all right, black people, we're gonna stop psychologically controlling you. Then that's the question we can ask for how long? Because they haven't stopped. You think that you think they're going to stop? No. Okay, no. so that being said, now that we have some education, now that we some have access, some I think it's a choice. I think mm-hmm. ignorance is a choice because if you want the access, you can get it. Um, I, think, I think we've been indoctrinated. We yeah. have been indoctrinated, but what I'm saying is you now have access to you now have access to information, and that's where you're getting a separation in some of the, the classism. You know, there's the elitists, the mm-hmm. elite blacks, the edu- educated blacks, the, the bougie blacks, the ratchet. Like, it some of that separation is happening because I do think that leads to victim victimhood. And I'm not saying that it's not real, but it's just like, when do you decide that, Hey, I'm going to start to make a choice and it, it may not happen in my lifetime, but I at least want to start to plant the seeds where my kids have a little bit of a different example for them to continue this torch. But I'll just read this. Women get shamed for sex for liking sex, for not liking sex, for having too much or too little sex, for having kids, for not having kids, for aborting cells that may turn into kids, for having kids too young, for having kids too old. Just shut the F up, man. Like it literally feels like that's literally the messaging all day, every day. It's just like you get made fun of for being a hoe, but then you get made fun of for being a prude. Then it's just like, oh, you need to have sex. But then it's just like, oh, well, you have sex too fast with me or you took too much time now so it's like if you listen to society i'm like it's amazing to me that more people are not in jackets um and i do think women get that hard i, I think they get that hard i think i think that well especially black women because other cultures i think they aren't shamed at the same level that and and, and that's the point i was about to bring up uh, because other ethnic groups have a culture Black African Americans, don't have a culture because it was stripped from them. And we've only we gotta remember that a lot of the things that we are experiencing now with the desegregation and all that stuff is only like a hundred some years old. Yeah. If that if that. I mean, I have a grandmother who still remembers being beat up by police for looking at a white person. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, we can't overlook, we can't dismiss close to 500 years of the programming of the Negro and act like it doesn't have a psychological effect on who we are today. I think what needs to happen is the same way that because if 17 percent 
of men are sleeping with 80% of the women. And then it's the 17% of the men that are calling one of the hoes and thighs. It's just, it's getting highlighted more. For example, let me give you an example. I don't think it's the 17%. I think it's the ones that's not getting it, that they're mad. And instead of being like, yo, chair to the dudes, they're like, oh, y'all are thoughts. Y'all sleeping with these dudes. I, I don't know how many times it's just like, oh, well, you know, he left you. Well, you chose him. Oh, you got a baby daddy? That's your fault. It's like you don't get the... I saw a video with Safari when he was in Jamaica while his kid was in the NICU. And the comments just... I had to laugh. It was just like, but oh, Safari's our brother Safari. Not a regular nigga, though. Well, we can't add him to the conversation. He's, he's a rep a he's a representation of the regular dude. He's really not like I know sometimes we're like, oh, celebrities, but I'm like, Safari's in that place where he's represent he's in a, he's in a way higher tax bracket. He's in the point six percent of black America's wealth. Okay, that being said, you have the resources and you're still doing that type of behavior where your kid is in the NICU and you're in Jamaica, you know, twerking. That's right. what I saw. I mean, but that's that's a celebrity but there's not people doing that the regular dude's not doing that i don't see a regular dude being in jamaica oh they're there they are i i'll give an example from something locally so i do a lot of work on pioneer drive right pioneer drive literally that community has about five to six different landlords or companies management property managers right they used to have a swimming pool. It got closed down. It's nothing but grass and glass and fences and stuff all over the area. Policy rules and regulations say that the children can't play anything outside. They can't bounce balls. They can't throw footballs in the parking lot. None of that. They can't have nothing in their backyards. So literally, they are confined within their homes or just walking around the neighborhood. The government pours drugs into black communities. They pour guns into black communities. And they're the reason why gangs were started because if there was never no police brutality, there would never be no gangs. So gangs were started to protect the community from police brutality. And then eventually you give lab rats a area to live in, they're gonna turn on each other. Proximity killing is mm -hmm. what it's called, which white folks actually do it higher than we do, but it's not broadcasting. Um, 91% of white folks are killed by white folks and 72% of black folks are killed by black folks. So it's actually higher. So we never talk about white and white crime, but mm -hmm. we got to clean up the community. And we always publicize that they're not going to respect us until we respect each other, but we don't go out killing white folks and 91% of them are killing each other. That's anyway, this is all like fabricated stuff by the media. But what I'm saying is these people are legally bound into occupation based upon where they live at you don't think that that child who by the way their rent is the same amount that i'm paying Which and is, i don't live in the hood I, I know that's, I so you have so you have women and men that are paying 1900 a month to live in the projects mm -hmm. to raise their children where the children can't do squats and they're barely making it because the job selection that they have based upon their address alone. This Horrible. is something that I'm working on personally. Horrible. That I that, that I can call the county exec. I can call the delegates. I can call the mayor. And this is all proven that they have been, because we're fighting this right now, they have been rejected great jobs because of their address. 
they can't elevate because systematically they're not given the opportunity. It takes someone to get them to rise, to rise up the consciousness mm -hmm. that no matter what the system is throwing at you, fight against it and defeat it. There's other ways of doing it. It takes a sense of a deliverer or a savior or a messenger mm -hmm. to elevate the consciousness of that. But you're only going to understand that type of dynamic if you come from that struggle. Exactly. So someone like a Malcolm mm -hmm. could speak to a nigga in the streets mm -hmm. where Martin couldn't speak to a nigga in the streets. But guess what? You need both. You see what I'm saying? And what society has taught us, because all the things that we spew out fuels the war. Mm -hmm. It fuels the war. Mm -hmm. It's literally... Oh, well, women don't do this. Men don't do that. And cool. Okay, they don't. What's your solution? Because at the end of the day, acknowledging the problem is the first step. But then brainstorming solutions should be the next step. And all I'm hearing in the media and on the Internet is what the problem is. And when someone brings about, hey, I think this is a potential solution, it's going back to the problem. Well, let's try the solution first. Let's try to get results first. Because if you haven't tried the solution, then at the end of the day, you can't necessarily identify to me what the actual problem is. If you don't understand one plus one equals two, you, when you see one plus one, you can't say, oh, the problem is one plus one. Yeah. What's the solution, though? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, so. What's the solution, the, though? So for the listening audience, you have to, you can't, you can't take the red or the blue pill. You can't be a Democrat or Republican. It's not a this or that. Mm -hmm. What works for the confines of the community? And, and when I say community, I'm not just talking about black folks. I'm talking about we the people. We the people. What works best for the, the Asians protect theirs. The, I can go on and on. The ethnic groups, black folks are the only people that air their, their dirty laundry out on a mass scale in public. And why? We're the only people who have gender wars. Why? We, where were the feminists at when black women were being oppressed? Where was the LGBT? Where was the LGBTQ community when the trans when when the transsexual female and the transsexual male got killed by uh, being unarmed by a police officer? There was no protest led by the LGBTQ community. Nope. There were there, there were black men and black women that were protesting, but not the LGBTQ. Correct. Where were they at when Sandra Bland and all them got killed? They didn't stand because the LGBT LGBT was quick to say, "Oh, we don't want the black and brown stripe on our flag." Right, but the first, but the moment the baby gives his opinion about what his fans that are LGBTQ desire, they don't want to suck pipe in the car. They want a nice hotel room and romanced. Mm -hmm. He's wrong for saying that my gay fans have standards. He's wrong. Right. So at the end of the day, like we gotta stop. And when I say we, I'm not talking about us. I'm just talking about in general. We have to stop fueling the fire and and always talking about 
what this person is doing, what that person is doing, yada, 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 yada. Because at the end of the day, everyone else can do that and get results. This is the problem, and they get results. They get policies and procedures and laws and things passed to protect what they call the problem is, while black folks are still singing, we shall overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hate it. You essentially just summed up exactly what I was saying as far as like, yes, we have the 500 years of oppression. However, we have we have access to to do something different if we want to, if we choose to. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we it, both can live in the same world. Like, yes, we're indoctrinated, we're brainwashed, but we also have access to some information to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of movements that are actually striving for those different. They just don't have the support of the overall black community because... And that's very true. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like, seriously, like, it really is. And we need to wake up and fight for each other instead of against each other. Yeah. Anyway, I know we went over time. It's your boy, uh... Who are you? He was about to call himself Grantastic. He caught that. My boy Grantastic. I'm with the homegirl IA. It's your boy, Mr. Randy Chew on that. And we'll see you guys next Monday. Deuces. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.